welcome to my podcast. This is week three of my audio video production. I have a great podcast this week. So this week, since it's Black History Month on Talk to Black, we're going to be talking about how important Black history is and how important it is to celebrate Black history. Black history to me is about where we come from as African Americans and to me that is important just so we don't repeat history with the younger generation that is coming. And today on air I have a special guest, my classmate, sophomore Akira Mutai. <laughs> hey guys. Um to me Black History Month is obviously um, we talk about it, but we don't. But we don't talk about it. It's so stupid things like, like we know Black History Month. We're like, oh, it's you know, it's about us people. But like even during Black History Month, um, I feel like people actually don't talk about it. We don't, don't, don't teach anyone anything extra. We just learn about Martin Luther King Jr. and Rosa Parks, and we don't talk about the other people which is important. And I find that like even in college. Learning the same things that we talked about in high school. Um, it's always about George Washington and Abraham Lincoln, and and they teach you those things over and over again. And it's like, what about us? And we don't hear about those stuff even during Black History Month. And I just think that's insane. I I have that same opinion just because I know from their era to now there has been some major changes and some people that I believe should be recognized for Black History and the same people have been in the books, the history books, since we were in what elementary school, and all we ever hear about is Martin Luther King, Rosa Parks, Harriet Tubman. Those people, they paved the way for the other people that did change history, that came after them. So we need to recognize them also because they kept the legacy going. Exactly. I don't want to discredit them at all. What they did was huge and important, but right. like we just don't talk about enough. You know, and the other, you know, black people that have a huge impact on our history. And also, I was talking with my mom the other day, and I was like, "You can tell, you can tell a student something as a teacher, but for them to hear from another student is a different thing. So, if we were to hear that from somebody, maybe that did something really great and powerful to change his change history." And there may be in our generation that have a different impact on us. And that could help us to spark something in us that want to do something great to change history. So you can't just always go off of this is how they did it in the 80s or the 60s or 1900s. Because we can't relate to that because we don't know. We only know what our ancestors told us or what we were taught or what we learned in class. That's the only things we know. So if we can recognize those people that have changed since that era, then I think that would be really good because the upcoming generation, I know when I'm in class and they start talking about something that's out of my era, I just tune out because I'm like, I don't even know what's going on here. So if it's over a hundred years old, then I know. 
another really interesting thing is that um a while a while ago they tried to pass a law that kind of limited you know black history is already limited in school like like we said we just learned about Martin Luther King and Rosa Parks and they're trying to limit it even more like what you're learning in school like that's just crazy to me there's already we're already not learning that much to begin with and and now they want to take that away from us too the little bit that we have yeah the little bit that we do have and it's just insane. Like I, I'm kind of embarrassed myself because I feel like I don't even know as much black history as I, I should. And yeah, I mean, it's like so many African Americans do great things. I'm there's the first African American woman on the on the your space in space. There's the first African American teacher. There's the first African American football player there's the first african-american everything and we only hear about those people that were protesting or something like that we don't really hear about people in the broadcast industry which is what we're in we don't hear about people that's in radio or the first black nurse or something like that we don't really hear of that unless you Asked about it, but people don't really talk about it. Like, let's put the spotlight on them for a change. Exactly, representation is everything. Um, in my interpersonal presentation, I actually heard this guy say, like, um, we were talking about like theater and like getting cast for parts, and he was like, um, I think the the best people should be chosen for the best part, and I'm like, yeah, that totally makes sense. Like, we still want to have good actors in our shows and stuff, but it's so important to represent everyone in those shows if you just have like you know a cast full of Caucasian people you know that's okay but it's not the show won't be as good as it could be well <laughs> to its full potential and not saying that black people have all the stuff for a show it's just saying that it will show diversity and that will attract audience to watch that will attract a bigger audience yeah and it like it reflects our world because our world isn't just full of Caucasian people. There's, there's black people, Asian people, Indian people. Like we need a little bit of everybody. So yeah, yeah, we need a little bit of everybody to work. Doctor Dream, Doctor King, I have a dream speech. That's what we're going back to in this podcast. We need a little bit of everybody to make this work. No matter my skin color. Your skin color, my neighbor's skin color, that nurse over there skin color, the person on the radio skin color, we all can make this work and make a change. It doesn't matter about our skin color. It's with the personality inside. Exactly. Um, with the the theater thing, I don't know if you heard, but um Hallie Bailey, um, she played the Little Mermaid and people were really mad about that and um you know, I it's just kinda crazy and like even thinking about like high school musical the series, they had a white guy play Chad, the the guy who he was the black guy in the original movie. Mm-hmm. So but nobody said anything about that. So it's a it's a big deal when a um a black character plays the a character that was originally cast as a white person. The the roles switch and nobody cares. Yeah, and also in news, uh I'm pretty sure everybody has heard about Shakari Richardson in track during the Summer Olympics. Well, in the Winter Olympics, it's a lady named, her last name is Belita, and she is, 
ice skating or air hockey and they were doing a drug that they shouldn't have been doing and they basically still let Valida the Hispanic compete and they suspended Shikari to where she couldn't run during the Olympics for the USA and Shikari is making it a big deal she's like is it because I'm African American is it because I'm black is it because of my color because we did we did the same thing mm-hmm. exactly and she got to compete and I didn't no I with stuff like that I think it's definitely because you're black because if you're doing the same crime then you should get the same punishment it it, it is because she's black um I find myself even saying like it's because I'm black and I believe that every time I say it, like, like, I remember one time I was at school and someone was like, like, it was around Halloween. She was like, oh, you can be Tiana. And like, everyone else around me was white, whatever. I don't think she meant it. And she didn't mean it in an offensive way, but like, obviously I was like, well, it's just because I'm black. And she's like, you're hardworking. I'm like, like, girl, now. Girls, because I'm black. (laughs) So, yeah, it's just, that's just, I think people still think of African Americans as oh the bottom when we have African Americans that have done great things and we have a whole month dedicated dedicated to them and we need to recognize them exactly during that we really should recognize them all year but if we get this one month out of 365 days, we can make a change. A nurse gets this this day. An actor gets this day. A producer gets this day. A police officer gets this day. A firefighter. We have a first African-American firefighter. We have a first African-American everything. Why can't everybody take a turn? Yes, Dr. King is important. And we give him a parade. He has a parade in almost every city. And he has his own day. So why when Black History Month comes, why can't we recognize someone else? I yeah, that's that's the question. Um, when I was in high school they would like during Black History Month they somebody like a black girl would go on the announcement like get a little bit about black history, about like stuff that people don't normally talk about. And I think that's important, but it's also kind of sad that we really have to push that during Black History Month. We're, we're supposed to be celebrating Black History Month. We well, yeah, it's it's really our fault because we can why not push this all year long, and then when Black History Month rolls around, we'll be prepared. Everyone will be prepared. Everyone will know this is what's going on during this month, and that's that's it. But we don't prepare ourselves, so. Every time it rolls around annually, we always celebrate the same people, the same people every year. And that's how the younger generation growing up now, that's how they don't really know. Like, my nephew is in middle school, and I asked him about someone that he, I asked him about someone that's not in the history books, and he was like, who is that? And I'm like, you don't know who that is? I asked him about Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey is the Steve Harvey is the first African American comedian, and he doesn't even know who Steve Harvey is. Oh, that's crazy. Um, I have a I have some sisters. She, I, <laughs> my little sister, she actually likes to watch um like black rom like 
she watched the Cosby show and she watched um she was just watching all the black sitcoms like from back in the day. And yeah. I think it's kinda cool that she she enjoys them and she likes them and she kinda sees like, herself in them. We have some great actors like Chris Rock, The Rock Johnson, you have Steve Harvey. We have all these people that's just amazing and young generation doesn't know. I don't know if it's just because they're young or they don't they're not allowed to watch the shows or they're just not hearing about it. I don't know the misconnection. Well, um, yeah, well as as a kid, like I don't know, like my dad he does this thing, we call it he calls it mandatory fun and we all sit down in front of the T V and, and watch a movie or, or show or whatever and he would he would show us stuff from back when he was a kid. So personally like I I'm kind of familiar with some of the stuff that my dad was familiar with when he was younger. So. And even now, like, it's certain movies that I have never watched that my cousin who is 30, she has watched. And they'll be like, oh, Alexis don't know about this. And me and my cousins are just sitting there like, he's 21, I'm 20, and my cousin is 19. So we're all sitting there like, what is this? <laughs> yeah, and they're like, these are the black classics. Like, I'm, I've i never seen that. <laughs> what is this about? What yeah. do you have me watch? Yeah. Um, and I also, I'm going to take an African-American uh, literature class um, this year. And I something I noticed was that um, it was, like, shorter than the average class. I, there are some classes that are, that are shorter, but like eight weeks. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's just kind of interesting to me that one of them is African-American literature. Because um, they can go, they can talk about, you know, literature by white people all all day long. So like, why are <laughs> why are we trying to cut it short for African American literature? I I don't even know if I've even read Af- any African American literature like just in school. Like I probably have, but like probably not that much, you know. Compared to and I think as African Americans, we have to embrace ourselves. If we're not doing it. Who's gonna do it for us? No one is gonna embrace our culture like us, and that's in anything we do, food, career-wise, family-wise. We just have to embrace ourselves. Um, my dad actually started a page. Um, it's called Southeast Texas Black Owned Restaurants. It's on Facebook. Um, they have quite a following. Um, but yeah, he just he gives reviews to Black Owned Restaurants here. He tries to hype them up so more people will go. And um, yeah, I think it's been pretty good for the for the community, like the black restaurateurs and whatnot. Um, but yeah, I think stuff like that is important, like like calling attention to like, hey, we're here too. Yeah, and not saying that we have to only embrace ourselves, oh, sure. but we you scratch my back, I scratch yours. You embrace me, I embrace you. I go eat at your restaurant, give a review. That's good. You come eat at mine, that's good. We segregation ended a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Why are we still disconnecting and segregating and oh, don't go to that restaurant and I don't believe in all that stuff. Yeah. We all bleed red. <laughs> um, yeah. I think it's even interesting, like when I I was on a dance team in high school, um, and like I noticed that the the black moms of of the
Well, that's it for episode three of Talk to Lex. Just go out, be kind today, and embrace our culture and just educate maybe the younger generation or another culture about black history because it's important. And also, you might learn something from their culture that we don't know about. It's all a learning environment. And thank you, Akira, for joining me on my podcast, episode three. Talk to Lex. Akira has her own podcast. And I will someday be airing on as a feature with her. Yeah. Um, my podcast is called Akira Wholehearted. It's available on Anchor and Spotify. Um, my, I have two episodes out right now. In the first episode, I talked about uh, what is love. I talked about um, what makes someone attractive in my relationship. And then my second episode, I talked about um, stuff that I like about myself and my insecurities, which is a really interesting episode. Um, but yeah, uh, thank you for having me, Alexis. Um, thank you for being also if you didn't get episode two and you missed it it's still out on spotify anchor and apple podcast where you wherever you get your podcast uh episode one is also still out they will be up all semester so you can get one through ten and i'm not sure if i'll keep recording after the class is over i have to see my my workload of the summer and see how I'll do. But thanks for joining me today. Y'all have a great day.